The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome everyone to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters, episode 115. No, this is not the Q&A, we will get that done, I swear. We need more questions, but hey, no worries, it will be coming up soon. I am going to talk about today, and this is exactly why I do certain the thing I do things the way I do. Because I should never have to rant for a podcast, but every so often, it's necessary. And here's why. But, sidebar, before I go any further, let me shout out to, um, you know, my family in Mexico, uh, Mexico City specifically, with the recent two earthquakes. Uh, Glad everybody's safe. Uh, Make sure you take care of yourselves. Um, Thank you to anybody who's donating to the cause, Red Cross, and you know, celebrities. Hey, Tom Brady the GOAT is sending his love to the country of Mexico. And I like to thank everybody who shares our support for my fellow green, white, and red. Anyhow, so as I was saying, I hate having to rant for a podcast, but. There's reasons why I do things the way I do. Okay? And I'm going to get to them as they happened chronologically. See, the first thing I do, there's reasons why I do things, and people should not question why I do them. For the longest time on my birthday, I've always sent myself my own present and it always catches me by surprise but sometimes I figure out what it is sometimes I forget or maybe I just choose to forget it just doesn't matter because growing up year after year I was always disappointed with gifts as a child and so after a while you just you get tired of people not knowing what you like and who you are so and with the whole you know Double, triple personality effect with the multiple languages. 
it's kind of like you can block certain parts of your brain out at certain moments. And it helps me plan to trick myself and send myself a present, usually that arrives on the, the 20th of September, my birthday. So, telling me I don't understand why it sounds ridiculous is not going to be taken lightly because, case in point, it works. People who usually say that to me don't give me stuff for my birthday, even though they know me pretty well or for a long period of time. I believe Queenie at work mentioned something like that. I don't get it. Okay, well, what did you give me for your for my birthday? Well, uh, I helped set up the balloons and, you know, we got you the cake. Yeah, it's collectively. And so you helped set up my office. Great. I appreciate it. Thank you. But my point exactly. So this year, I still haven't gotten it. I don't know what the deal is. I went back and tried to figure out what it is uh, to track it. I finally got the email saying it was on its way. And so I know it's handcrafted. I know it's coming to the office. And I went back because I always have a list that I try to hide where of stuff I would want for my surprise birthday present. Last year was shoes. So I figured that out kind of like as it was getting closer. This year I looked at the list. I'm like, well, there's only a few items that may be office related. But the fact that it's coming from a general like handcraft store could be anything. I want to guess metal rack, but could be something else office related, a shelf, I'm not sure, but it's supposed to be here soon. At the time of this recording, it has not it's not there yet, but we'll see. Other things that drive me nuts is where it, it is when people assume okay, you've been doing something more longer than I have that does not automatically mean that I am not eventually going to get better at it than you another example involving the queen at work and I swear my work is lucky that they don't treat me bad because the shit they pull I mean okay you hire idiots from our intake department to be paralegals and then complain that they fuck shit up. They're not the brightest people in the world, okay? So yes, you have to do refresher courses. Yes, you may have to treat treat them like five-year-olds, but you know, it doesn't mean you have to treat everybody like five-year-olds, okay? We shouldn't have to have meetings holding panels up for yes and no, like fucking kindergarten kids. And we shouldn't have to have to take math tests on how to do settlement, settlement memos. But in that math test, there was a few questions that seemed, in, one question in particular seemed unrealistic and had confusing numbers so I asked for clarification and then I did the math um, when there's a long list of math to do I like to do it in my head and not depend on the calculator and once I do it like by on paper it's you know adding up in my head then I verify it with the calculator and if it's the same answer then I know I'm right so I was about to turn in my answers and I asked the queen, I told the queen, I was like, hey, I'm about to turn these in. I was like, well, let me look at them. She looked through them and she goes, I have a different answer for number three. And I'm like, okay. And I had not had that much caffeine in me. And I'm 
first thing in the morning, if I don't have caffeine, until I have a full dose of caffeine, I'm usually on autopilot. I already never have a filter, but especially in the morning, yeah, um, until I have my caffeine, I am not going to think twice about saying things. So the moment she said, I have a different answer, the first words out of my mouth were, yeah, that's because you're wrong. And the moment I finished that sentence, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, she didn't take too nice, too kindly to it. She already was pissed that we have to do the, the tests. And then that did not help. But she later apologized. But anyways, um, she also gets pretty testy because, again, not my fault. Because she thinks I have special privileges. And many people at work do. And it's, again, the same concept. Just because I've been there less time than you does not mean that you should automatically be treated the same way as I am, okay? Or, like, the queen gets upset because, you know, I have a bigger office and I've been there last time. Okay, well, I also do lit stuff, A, B stuff. I speak six languages, so why wouldn't I have a bigger office? Like, okay? And just because, well, when I told her that about her answer being wrong, she goes, well, I've been doing these settlement memos longer than you have, so I would know. Yeah, I get that, but now you're confusing me thinking my answer's wrong. And so, because her answer was off by 107 bucks, and it was just a simple, okay, the lingo was confusing in the, in the, in the writing, so I, it could have gone either way because it was confusing. I asked for clarification. And from my manager and my manager was like, yeah, you have the right answer. I'm like, okay, great. That's all I need to know. Then I'm like, I'm not going to talk to the queen about this again. All right. She can stay pissed, whatever. Not necessarily my fault. So, but again, to my point, it is not my fault that just because you've been doing something longer does not mean that I can come out of nowhere and do it. I cannot, I'm not allowed to come out of nowhere and do it better. I know my math. I can do math in my head as opposed to having to use a calculator. 48 plus 48, I know that's 96. I don't need a calculator to tell me that. Division, that's always been my struggle. So yeah, that one, maybe. Also drives you nuts to be well work. Think I have special privileges. Case in point, no. I just happen to ask for things and they don't say no. Because I'm always truthful. I do always do what they ask of me. Hence, where there's a Mexican is away. Somebody tells somebody in the Akron office, hey, Alex is pretty good at getting stuff done. And they ask me for a death certificate and then I give it to you within 24 hours. That means I'm damn good at what I do. Another thing that kind of irks me, and I have to rant about it, is people calling me cocky. It is not being cocky Bragging about being good at something If you are actually good at that thing you do I am very good at certain things And you will hear me say that You will never hear me brag about being good at something That I'm not I never brag that I'm good at hockey or basketball because I'm not I'm definitely not good at baseball because I'm not 
and it can't be called cocky if it's true. So, just because you don't think I'm good at something doesn't mean I'm not good at something. Which brings me to another point. This is more not necessarily work-related, but like more sports-related. And I could have discussed this on our previous sports podcast, but I decided to save it because it was technically going to be part of my rant. I get tired of the way fans react to shit, especially in the U.S. when the playoff system is so ridiculously complicated. A team does not have to go undefeated or win a certain amount of games to win the whole thing, okay? As long as you make the dance, you're fine. So, Indians fans bragging about the Cleveland Indians winning 22-23 games in a row. Oh my God, it's our year. Yeah, come talk to me when you're in the World Series. Kind of like how the Blue Jackets went on a winning streak this past season. And oh, what happened there? Did they win the Stanley Cup? Oh no, the same team won it two years in a row. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Huh, funny how that works. Same thing. And my attorney, who's a, one of my attorneys who's a Indians fan said, well, it's harder to do that, 23, win 23 games in a row, than win the World Series. Uh, I guess... Well, nobody's done it in 23, in however many years. I'm like, okay. But also, um, there's 162 games. 23 out of 162 is nothing. A very, very good team could be winning 50 in a row. But because you have to travel and play three times the same fucking teams, yeah, it could be hard. But again, come talk to me when we're in the World Series, Okay. Mind you, I'm not an Indians fan, and I don't hate the Indians, but I'm tired of that bullshit. You could win 23 games in a row and still lose. Ask the Golden State Warriors. Oh, the the best record in the NBA. Oh, doesn't mean shit if you don't win the, the NBA title that year now, does it? Yeah. What'd they do the following year? Took it easy. Won the whole thing. Another thing that I have to rant about because it's just, oh my god, it irks me. It irks me at work. It irks me in real life. It irks me every time I think about it. I am Mexican. I am probably the only one that can speak your motherfucking language if you're a Mexican client of mine or, you know, you're, you're, you need me to relay messages. It's happened on multiple jobs I've had. I'm the only one who speaks your fucking language. So you better not be bullshitting me. When you call me and say, hey, why is my case taking so long? When you literally were given turn-by-turn instructions on how to fill out a a supplemental memo and a release, and you still send it wrong the first time, and then took two months to send it the second time, it is your own fucking fault. And then when I call you once checks here and say, hey, you want me to mail this or you want to come get your check? Oh, I'll come get it because I don't want it to be lost in the mail. Yeah, it's the mail's fault. The mail took two months to get to me. No. Come up here. Be here on this day at 10 and I'll give you your check. Day comes. He's not there. The whole day goes by. He doesn't even call to say why he can't make it. Shows up unannounced three days later. 
And I have to be somewhere by 12 because I had to drive up to go to the Akron Marathon. And this motherfucker shows up unannounced and, well, calls and says, Hey, it's 10 o'clock. I've been driving for an hour. I live in Cincy. I'll be there. Uh, if you get here before 12, that's fine. Well, what's the address? I give him the address. Oh, it's just I'm an hour and 40 minutes away. Uh, did you just leave Cincinnati? Because that's ridiculous. Oh, no, no. I live on the other side of Cincinnati. Blah, 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 blah. Gets there after 12. Literally, I was walking out the door. Fucker shows up. Oh, I got pulled over. Uh, oh, I forgot my ID. Oh, wait, never mind. I have a picture of it on this phone that is not my phone. First off, I'm going to allow and not say, mention anything about the fact that you have somebody else's cell phone number with a picture of your ID on that number. But whatever. How, if I've told you multiple times to bring an ID, do you forget your ID? And then you try to tell me you were late because you got pulled over. You're trying to tell me you got pulled over and got given a ticket on the freeway by a highway patrol car and you didn't have a valid license? You would not be standing here. So please do not bullshit me. Here's your fucking check. Sign the paperwork. Get the fuck out of my fucking building. You've got to be shitting me. Oh, it's just... Don't bullshit a bullshitter. And even less if that bullshitter is the only person that can communicate with you. Oh, man. I was livid. I almost tore his head off. But that drives me nuts. And it happens more often than, than you think. I speak your language. If I ask you when I open up your case, hey, you're Mexican. I know you have three or four names. What are they? Oh, no, no. I'm just Ricardo Rodriguez. Paperwork comes in. Ricardo de la Peña Montoya Rodriguez. Yeah. By the way, I made those up, so I'm not violating HIPAA. Just throwing that out there. That drives me nuts. Oh, I don't have a social. Social's there. English clients do it. And I, it drives me nuts as to why. Because do you really think we don't investigate? Do you think we're not going to know, you know, through the medical records, through the insurance carriers, you know, do a carrier search, whether you're lying or not? Oh, uh, uh, my accident happened at this intersection. Uh, there's a bank at the corner. The cameras cut the accident. Call the bank. Yeah, they face the parking lot, not the freaking intersection. The intersection's about 500 yards away. Good to know. Withdraw from the case. Fucking retards. I swear to Christ. Clients are just that stupid. And it's, and it's, oh, Lord all fucking mighty. Speaking of which, another thing that drives me nuts, and, and, and mind you, this happened a lot the week of my birthday, and I can't really get mad at people the week of my birthday. I really don't like doing that. And having to yell at people. But if my attorney says do something, I kind of have to. I was supposed to go to practice one Tuesday. And we had to stay late because my attorney is behind on demand packages. Mainly because the person that was supposed to be replacing his old paralegal aide that got promoted is not doing a great job at putting them together. And I trained her. And I taught her this. And we taught her this. And she's still not getting it right. And when my attorney literally calls you brain dead... That there's a problem. Case in point, I literally, I told my attorney, if you want me to go through these demand packages to see if they're right or something's missing, I can do that. And 
I'm going to say this. This is my life's motto. One of my life's motto. You can do whatever the fuck you want in your life. You can be gay, be transgender, cut off your penis, have butt sex with a strap on with your lover, gay marriage, lesbian marriage, heterosexual marriage, whatever you fucking want. You can be, you know, Democrat, Republican, vote for Trump, Mexican, half Mexican, uh, pay your taxes, not pay your taxes, uh, rob banks. I don't fucking care whatever you do with your life. As long as it does not alter how I do things and my way of life, we will not have a problem. But when it starts messing with my mojo, then I will come knocking on your door and beating the shit out of you. Case in point, in this case, because the demand packages and and his replacement had about eight of them, they were all dog shit and literally were missing half of the stuff that was needed. And I had to go through them. I had to miss practice and stay until nine o'clock at night that night, the day before my birthday, mind you, just to go through them. And I had four that my attorney was supposed to do, same attorney. And he got done with those super fast because I was taking care of the nonsense. So basically, the reason the last couple months my demands have been delayed is because you're submitting shit that is basically incomplete. You're not setting up claims. You're not verifying confirmation of treatment. You're not doing your intros. I literally told this person that I trained... Hey, you're getting cases, about 250 of them, from somebody else. It doesn't matter what was done. You may want to go through them and do your own introduction with the client just to make sure everything's there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Hasn't been done. There's been cases that have not been touched yet. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How have you not touched cases in over fucking two months that you've been working at our firm? Well, so many of them. I don't have time to go through them all. Um, When I got 50 cases, it took me about a day to go through all of them and do intros. When I got another set of 50 cases, it took me another day to go through them all and and do intros. You have 250. So I'm going to guess it's going to take you a full week. Make sure it's a week that I don't have. uh, Well, then you are not getting new cases from your attorney, and I am. Because that would mean you, you don't have to worry about doing new case intros. And just get that shit done. It would be a lot easier on everyone. When your shit interrupts my shit, that's a problem. And then when... I don't know why, but everybody in the office feels like they can just talk to me. Like I'm like a problem solver. And they like to talk to me about their problems. And then people always ask me, well, how do you know this? How do you know that? There's a Mexican, there's a way. You're really just asking for it at that point for me to use my catchphrase. How do you think I know this shit? A real journalist does not reveal their sources. At least a real good one. But yeah, I know shit because people tell me or I find out shit and I'm not dumb. But these things aggravate me and make me not want to act nicely towards you. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I have to rant during my podcast. But, hey, 
Sometimes that's the best time to do a podcast when you have time to just talk and it's fresh in your head and you're angry. You just have to just let it all out there because, oh, and that's why this podcast was created. The reason this podcast was created is because I was angry that I had wasted two years of my life with my ex who was dumber than a bag of bricks. And I should have known better. I should have broken that off like five times when I had a chance. But my dumbass did not do it. And I was pissed. And somebody suggested, hey, just either write a blog or record yourself just yelling. And guess what? The first two podcasts were a success. And now, here we are. Over a year later. And we're on iTunes. And we're successful. Another thing... That kind of irks me is when you say you're going to do stuff and you don't. Somebody just recently told me, oh, yeah, no, we'll do a podcast here and there and there. Like, yeah, I'm still waiting for a best of five from you from like two months ago. And then, oh, yeah, let's call and discuss the podcast that happened, uh, I don't know, a month ago. I, do you really think I go back and listen to my podcast? I don't remember the shit. I have to give me more material. Oh, but the stats seem kind of off. Why are they off? See, these are the kind of questions that you should be putting in writing and sending me messages about this so I can have a Q&A quicker than what is being said. Because a two-hour discussion while I'm trying to catch up on my DVR about my ex-shows, I mean, unless you're interviewing me for TV... Which, that probably will happen the more I advertise I will be the first Mexican to achieve 50 states. 50 marathons, finishes in all 50 states. Certified or non-certified, it don't matter. Yeah, that's a big deal. And that is newsworthy. So I'm talking to my connections, throwing that out there. Hey, maybe we'll have the Mex- one of the Mexican channels follow me on my, on my quest Another thing that drives me nuts, and this has been happening recently in my running marathon running career, um, people accusing me of doing things that are not illegal or that are not true. Apparently, there's been rumors circling around my club, Marathon Maniacs, that some old veterans of the club have complained about some of my stats. And I'm like, um, not gonna, not gonna justify myself. Um, I'm very open about my races and what has gone wrong and what has gone right. So what questions are there? Please, I'll answer them. I mean, I know that ghosting races is frowned upon, apparently, but I've ghosted races before. I also know that uh, running a race under somebody else's name is frowned upon, apparently, in the running community. Guess what? That's how I ran Chicago the first time. I didn't know any better. Somebody asked me to do it. I did it. And that's how I ran Chicago the first time. Guess what? I have to pay the consequences and have to run it again to get my special medal for the six majors. But I'm open about it, and I haven't done it since. So... Whoever these people are that are bad-mouthing me, I don't even know because most of the time when I run my marathons, I'm not even wearing my Marathon Maniacs shirt. So how would they even know 
that I am there and who I am if they don't even know me or ask. So basically, they're just going off my stats on the page, and you're, and you know, the club board is coming at me with these questions, and I'm like, um, not doing anything wrong, so I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. But that drives me nuts. Okay, there was a race I did where the race directors forgot to give me pins. There was another race I did that I had to redo in order to count North Carolina as a state that was five bucks and they basically gave me a shitty bib that the chip fell off and somebody was tracking laps and I'm like, yeah, this doesn't sound like it's going to count legitimately, so I'm just might as well go to do North Carolina. But hey, it counts as a race done. I've done races that don't have websites and guess what? I may have to redo some of these states for it to count as, you know, a a official certified course with web results. I'm very open about it, so instead of I instead of fucking going ape shit about nonsense, how about you actually focus on, I don't know, maybe not walking during your marathons? Because I've seen a lot of my club members that are veterans walk most of the race. That's why it's called the race and running. I also have seen, I thought I saw a maniac once, and this was the Kentucky race I did August 9, 2015, who at the turnaround, it was the same looped course, at the turnaround, didn't there was no mats, by the way, didn't go all the way to the cone and turned around halfway. Literally right in front of me. I don't feel the need to report these people because guess what? It is not my job. And number two, um, what am I going to say? This maniac who is so-and-so and I couldn't even see the bib number was uh, cheating. Look into it. The club is not an investigatory club. So, yeah. How about we get that idiot, what's his name, Murphy, on the case? Fuck if I care. So, plus, unless it's for a Boston qualifying time, I mean, if somebody goes to race, I'm not going to throw a fit about it. I mean, I've done it before. Again, this is also what drives me nuts about my parents. And another thing that that I always complain about is the hypocrisy in today's community. I will never punish someone or my own child even for something that I have done myself. And that means I'm never going to punish my kids. So be it. But hey, I will never cast the first stone as the Bible says. Because I myself have sinned oh, multiple times. Like I said, as long as you're okay with going to hell, it's all uphill after that. Once you make that peace, you're good. So, ah, anyways, sorry for the ranting on the podcast, but that is all I had to rant about. I had to get that out there. Uh, as always, catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud, Maximine Matters, on uh, Snapchat uh, and YouTube channel Supermex at SuperAssholeMex on Twitter, Alex AK the Mexican on Facebook. Send me messages, comments. Please do not call me and speak to me two hours about a fucking podcast. Send me messages, comments, questions, and I will try to get to them and we'll do a QA, I promise. Anywho, as always, if you need something done or you want me to get shit done for you, you know where to find me. Where there's a Mexican, there is always a way.